Are you looking to take your team to the next level and lead to your full potential? Then Leading with Purpose is the show for you. It's an hour of empowerment with your host, Nathan R. Mitchell. Nathan is a business and leadership development coach, public speaker, and author. He's also a founder of Clutch Consulting and a member of the John Maxwell team. Nathan's purpose in life is to empower others, and that's how he helps businesses and leaders grow. He specializes in leadership training, improving communication in the workplace, and creating high-performance teams. So join Nathan and this week's guest as they provide you with the information and tools you need to effectively lead yourself and others. It's time for Leading with Purpose, Empowering Talk Radio. Here is your host, Nathan R. Mitchell. Welcome to Leading with Purpose, Empowering Talk Radio, a show where we interview real people who are solving real business and leadership problems. I am your host, Nathan Mitchell. You know, I was thinking earlier today, wow, it is absolutely hard to believe that it is already mid-October. It is amazing how fast this year has gone by. But as you know, fortunately for all of us, there is always plenty of time for us to learn something new before the end of the year. And more importantly, even before the end of this show, I promise you, you're going to walk away after my interview here today with some nuggets that you can apply in your business and your leadership to take your game to the next level. And that's one of our goals here at Leading with Purpose Radio. At the end of the day, my goal is to provide you with the very best information on how to effectively grow your business, empower your team, and lead to your full potential faster. So welcome to the show. I am so grateful that you have chosen to spend a portion of your day with us. I know your time is valuable, but I can assure you, you're going to get so much out of this hour that when you're done, you'll want to go to iTunes, review this show and subscribe to this podcast. So I want to thank you for any of you listening in to this podcast in advance for making the decision to do that. By the way, today's broadcast is brought to you by Minerton Associates, a full service accounting firm in Tulsa, Oklahoma, dedicated to helping small business owners relieve their financial stress. So if you're in need of tax preparation, bookkeeping or payroll services, I encourage you to visit my friends at Minerton Associates. You can learn more about them at Relieve financialstress.com. Friends, if you've been following me and this show, you know that my purpose in life is to empower other people. And this show is just one of several ways that I do that. One thing I learned from my 12-year stint in the corporate sector is that life is simply too short to not find purpose, meaning, and fulfillment in the work that we do. And that's one of the reasons why I've carefully selected today's guest. On today's podcast, we had the privilege of talking with Kevin D. Monroe. Kevin is captivated by the idea that a higher purpose exists for life, leadership, and service. He believes that people who find and fulfill their higher purpose have more fun, experience greater fulfillment, and make the world better and brighter for all of us. It is those beliefs that energize his work as an executive coach, leadership consultant, and keynote speaker as he helps individuals and organizations give authentic expression to their higher purpose. He is the founder of X Factor Consulting and host of the Higher Purpose podcast. Kevin has a MA degree in organizational leadership from Gonzaga University, where he also studied servant leadership. He hosts the Navigating North Summit, which you can learn more about by simply, visit, simply visiting navigatingnorthsummit.com. And with that, Kevin, I want to welcome you to the show. How are you doing, my friend? Nathan, I'm doing incredibly well. And thank you for having me. And thank you for those that are listening. 
Well, thank you, sir. It's a pleasure having you on the show. I know this has been a couple of weeks coming now, and I've been waiting anxiously to have you as a guest. And one of the things that I want to do is just start right here. Uh, tell me something interesting about yourself that some people just simply may not know about you. <laughs> where do we start? Right? Yeah, where, where do we start? <laughs> Golly. Um, well, Nathan, th this is just putting it all out there. Uh, there was a, a point in time when I sold cemetery property. Oh, I was wow. very young, very young, was trying to figure out my ways. And I knew the guys that owned the funeral home in the small town I grew up with, grew up in. And on days of funerals, I would show up and drive the hearse because they just needed an extra hand and, you know, greet families and stuff, do that. Then they convinced me to sell cemetery property. So I took the book, read it. Went out and, 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 you know, started prospecting. I'm like 21 years old at the time. And I was very successful in the cemetery plot sales business. I sold two plots to one couple. And then I was like, this is not for me. Right. So how, <laughs> how long did you actually do cemetery sales? Oh, maybe a month. I mean, maybe a month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I tried something similar when I was younger. I tried to sell life insurance in my early 20s, and it, it probably was very similar to your experience selling cemetery property. I mean, at the end of the day, I found out very, very quickly selling life insurance was not for me. Well, that's better than death ground. But anyway. <laughs> you know, uh, I was actually, and, and I shared with, this with you when, when you know, I had a phone conversation recently. I was, I was in an executive level uh, corporate position for, for many years. And for over 12 years, I, would, I was with a Fortune 50 company. And during that time, I actually became very unfulfilled in the work that I did. And I, and I guess you could say the work that I did day in and day out, 40 to 60 hours or plus a week, it kind of became when I made the decision to start my own business and leadership development company, Clutch Consulting. But, you know, I know that there's somebody listening in that's in a similar situation that I was seven years ago. Uh, perhaps they are doing some soul searching, really looking inside uh, for that intrinsic motivation or that intrinsic fulfillment or, or purpose. You know, if you were to give them advice, what, what kind of advice would you give them for finding meaning in the mundane, especially in the workplace? Yeah. Uh, Nathan, that is, it, that, that's just such a great place to start because there are myriads of people, maybe you listening, that, that are really struggling. And, you know, maybe you look at your job as that opportunity for whatever it is. I mean, maybe it, you're it's not what you really want to do, but it's what you feel you have to do to provide for your family. Right. So I want to say that there's great accolades just for that. So so don't give up on that. But for me, I, when I think of purpose, people find purpose at work. One of them is, you know, maybe it is in the work you do. And, and maybe you're fortunate to work for an organization that does great work. Um, you know, I'm amazed years ago, Medtronic, when... When Bill George was the CEO of Medtronic, Medtronic was a um, e medical equipment device manufacturer. And they had people in the factory, and they were disconnected from what they did. They came and worked on an assembly line. Well, someone had the brilliant idea of finding out who were the actual beneficiaries of the device they made. And they started bringing in patients whose lives had been saved 
or whose mm -hmm. medical conditions had been transformed as a result of receiving treatment on their devices. And all of a sudden, people found great, uh, much greater fulfillment because they were connecting to the people who were benefiting from the work they were doing. So, you know, that's one way to do it. Another way to do it is, is just uh, to look who you are fortunate to work with. Maybe you work with great people. You know, the folks at Gallup find that one of the keys to uh, great places to work and, and to uh, high levels of employee engagement is having a best friend at work. So maybe it's not just what you do. Maybe it's the people you do it with. Or maybe it's even what your work allows you to do in your non-work time. It allows you to volunteer. It allows you to be involved with your children, your family, and other activities. So there are multiple ways to connect, to find meaning at or through work. So it kind of, which one of those people are you? Right, exactly right. And you know, when I was in the corporate sector, I was one of the individuals that I just struggled uh, finding meaning and fulfillment in my work in that I didn't really feel like I was contributing something that was uh, more important or bigger or better than myself. And the example that you just gave, you know, initially <clears throat> my thought process was, well, maybe these people are just disengaged in their work. But from what I heard from you is that really they were looking for something that was more important to them to actually be able to find a way to give something of value of service to their fellow man. Is that what I'm hearing you're saying? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think of the story a mentor of mine tells. He was the hospital administrator, CEO of a hospital. And there was a lady, Lois Powers. Why I remember her name? I don't know. But Lois Powers worked at Baptist Medical in uh, Nashville, Tennessee. And she was the uh, lady that was the cashier in the ca cafeteria. And she took it upon herself to lighten the load and brighten the day of everyone who crossed her path. Right. You know, so there, there are just multiple ways you can find work. Her, she wasn't doing the heart surgery. She wasn't doing brain surgery, but she was lightening the load of everyone she encountered. You know, and Kevin, we've only got a few minutes before our yeah. first commercial break, but, you know, going back to, you know, you mentioned the Gallup organization and I've seen these studies and, and you've seen these studies. And in fact, I was actually listening to, uh, an episode of your podcast this morning in the car with Gary Ridge, the oh, yeah. uh, the CEO of the WD40 organization. And I remember him talking about 70% of the workforce is disengaged or yep. unhappy in the work that they do. So, you know, before we go to commercial break, what are maybe two or three things that you recommend that as organizations we might be able to do to make people feel more empowered or that they are giving in some capacity and serving in the workplace. Well, since you referenced Gary, let me let me go there because Gary Ridge, CEO of the WD40 company, they boast employee engagement of 94 plus percent. Yeah, I, mean, I that, was that, amazed when I heard that stat. That blew my mind and he said once he got to 95%, he was going to set another goal. <laughs> yeah. One way they've done it is using Simon Sinek's golden circle, the why, what, and the how, and right. making sure that every department is connected to the why of what they do. And it's amazing that the WD-40 company does not look at themselves as um, quieting the squeaks of 
you know, noises around the world. That's not what they look at. They do what they do. They look at themselves as making positive, lasting memories in the life of everyone they encounter. So just that allows them to transform what they do, and it allows an opportunity for people to find meaning in all of these variety of tasks associated throughout their corporation. Yeah, it really is. You know, one of the things that I like about purpose, and and Gary mentioned this this morning, you know, when I worked for a Fortune 50 company, we had the mission statement, right? Yeah. On the wall that was like five paragraphs long, and nobody really knew what it said, uh, and they definitely sure didn't apply it. So when we get back from our first commercial break, I want to uh, continue on this discussion of finding purpose, meaning, and you're listening to Leading with Purpose Empowering Talk Radio. I am your host, Nathan R. Mitchell. Tonight we have Kevin D. Monroe on the phone, and we are talking about how you too can find purpose, meaning, and fulfillment in your work. We will be right back after this short commercial break. Stay tuned with us. You will be so grateful that you did. Leading with Purpose, Empowering Talk Radio, and your host, Nathan R. Mitchell, returns after this short break. Do you wish you had more focus? Do you wish you were more intentional about the things you need to get done to really start making progress in your business and leadership? If so, you need the Leadership Journal by Nathan R. Mitchell. The Leadership Journal is Nathan's empowerment project to help business owners, entrepreneurs, and leaders grow their business, empower their teams, and lead to their full potential in only 90 days. To begin reaching your full potential today, simply go to leadingwithpurposeradio.com and claim your copy of the Leadership Journal now. Are you wanting to get better business results, better leadership skills faster? Then this is where you need to be. Welcome back to Leading with Purpose with Empowerment Coach and Founder of Clutch Consulting, Nathan R. Mitchell. With more of today's insight for effective leadership, host Nathan R. Mitchell. All right, welcome back to Leading with Purpose Empowering Talk Radio. I am your host, Nathan Mitchell. Friends, if you're tired of doing business websites the way that they've always been done, I've got news for you. You know, I was in the same boat, and what I recognized was that it was time for a change for me and my business. Unfortunately, that change came to me through ClickFunnels. For a special limited time offer, simply go to leadingwithpurposeradio.com and click on the resources page for more information and a 14-day free trial. Kevin, I want to welcome you back to the show. How are you doing, my friend? Oh, I'm doing awesome, Nathan. Having fun talking with you about leading with purpose. Yes, me too, me too. Right before the commercial break, we were actually talking about uh, Gary Ridge and his experience with the WD-40 company and how they have amazing engagement yeah. in the workplace. And one of the things I want to piggyback on this with is if you have 94, 95% engagement in the workplace, and one of the things that I remember Gary saying on your show is that people actually loved what they did. Mm-hmm. And and that was extremely important to him as a CEO. You know, and there's this idea out there that if we find a job we love, we'll never have to work another day in our life, right? 
you know, what are your feelings on this? I mean, is this even a true statement or are we just really being led? Are we being led to believe that there's this perfect job, perfect career or perfect workplace out there? What are your thoughts on this? Okay, so are you setting me up with this? No, <laughs> you know, uh, maybe somebody listening can, to this, I'm not sure who's listening to this right now, but maybe you've actually even heard me say that in the past because Nathan, I've said that in the past. Right. And, and maybe in the last six months, I've kind of had one of those, you know, oh, wow moments. And I'm like, that's a myth. Folks, this, this, this idea that find a job you love and you'll never work a day in your life it is really misleading. Because, Nathan, I don't know about you, but I can tell you there are some times that I work incredibly hard. And it takes a lot of work to do what we do. And, and when you are in small business, and, and I'm like you, I've worked in a Fortune 50 company before. And, and there are a lot of people that were there to, you know, to pull the weight and different people had different job responsibilities. And I remember, you know, people would say, that's not my job. Well, I was raised in a family where no one ever said, that's not my job. If something needed done, you did it. When you get in small business, that's how it is. So, there are days, it's seasons even, where you're working incredibly hard. But because there's so much meaning and purpose in the work, it doesn't, it, it energizes you rather than demoralizing you to work hard. So, you know, you may work hard, but I think when you connect work to purpose, you're energized as a result of hard work. Yeah, you know, I, like I shared with you, I left the corporate sector six or seven years ago when I actually discovered my purpose in life probably about five years ago. And my purpose is to empower other people to grow their business, empower their teams and lead to their full potential. And, you know, one thing that I can share, at least in my case, it's almost like once I found my purpose, in some ways, my life actually became more challenging for mm -hmm. me. However, even though it became more challenging for me, I was able to wake up every single morning with purpose, meaning, and fulfillment in my life, knowing that despite whatever challenges and struggles I faced that day, I was doing it for something, a cause that was bigger and better than myself. And it was that yep. that, that led me... Um, to continue pressing forward. I mean, you know, it's here we are. It's, you know, almost 730 in the evening and I've already had a long day at the office and so are you. And here I am still at the office, not home yet, recording this podcast because I know not only does it give me an opportunity to fulfill, fulfill my purpose in life, but it also drives value to the listeners, both for, for you and for me. Right. Right. So it, what's a way that, uh, life got more challenging for you once you found purpose? Well, part of it is, is, you know, for me, finding a way to fulfill my purpose was involved in starting a business around yeah. my purpose. And we, and we can talk about, you know, I actually do some purpose-based coaching with, you know, individual coaching clients. And, you know, one thing that I tell people is, you know, when you find your purpose, it doesn't always necessarily align with your vocation. In some instances, it does. And for those right. people who are able to experience that, that's absolutely fantastic because you have the best of both worlds. When I look back in my experience in the corporate sector, I had neither, right? I had no purpose 
and I had no meaning and fulfillment in my work. As an entrepreneur, as a business and leadership development coach, I am able to fulfill my purpose and actually earn income, deliver value to the community at the same time. But everyone may not be in the same case that I am or you are potentially, but that doesn't mean that they can't find ways to identify their purpose and fulfill their purpose in other areas of their life. I mean, I've met people that have been able to fulfill their purpose by volunteering for organizations that exactly. they believed in outside of normal working hours. Right. Indeed. Um, the other thought that hit me there as I was listening to you, Nathan, is is sometimes as entrepreneurs, folks that have our own business, do, doing whatever it is we do, but you and I do similar things with coaching, leadership development, there are times that, that you take projects that may not be necessarily your ideal project. But you're just trying to make sure you keep the lights on and, and you're moving forward so you have more capacity to do your ideal projects in the future. So, yeah, it, it's not always just um, rainbows and unicorns. No, and really what you're talking about is this whole idea of finding clarity. Yeah. And, you know, I think that was one of the things that find that, finding my purpose did for me. I mean, I remember a few years ago, I had a great opportunity come my way that that could have been a substantial amount of money for myself and my family. And I actually turned the deal down mm -hmm. because I realized that this is not who I am. This is not in alignment with my purpose. And if I accept this offer, I'm not doing this individual a favor or myself yeah. a favor at all. And you know, I think that's the thing about purpose is part of it is understanding through faith that our purpose is God given. And ultimately, if we have faith and continue along the journey, it's almost that whole idea that if, if our purpose is God given and we fail, it's almost like God fails in some degree. Um, and, and I don't think that's the case. God doesn't fail. Right. So I think that once you define your purpose and seek that with all that you have, it may not turn out on your timeline, as I've shared with you, you know, in my situation. I mean, my business didn't succeed on my timeline. But at the end of the day, I ultimately did succeed. And it was because of the foundation of purpose in my life. Well, I'd like to offer a reframe for something you just suggested, a word differently. Uh -huh. uh, and this comes from, from a friend and a mentor, uh, Tom Winninger a guy that I just love, five years ago, almost to this date, five years ago, I heard him, I met him in a meeting, heard him say some things that really rocked my world. But recently, Tom and I were talking. Uh, actually, he's the guest episode that aired this week on the Higher Purpose podcast. But Tom, he, he, he has a way with words, and I love people that are very precise with language. He made a distinction between opportunities and possibilities. Sure. Possibilities, I, I would suggest that what you were mentioning just a moment ago was a possibility uh, that came your way. Something you could do, something you could make happen, something you could pursue. Tom believes and, and has helped me see that opportunities come to us as a result of divine intent. And we are invited to respond to an opportunity. An opportunity is something that you mentioned God, God has helped initiate. God has invited us to join him in. A possibility may be something that we can do totally, you know, as you know, 
on our own and make happen. And opportunity is divinely initiated. Yeah, so it's almost this whole idea that we have to become stewards, good stewards oh. of opportunity. Is that, is that a fair assessment to say? Wow. You know, stewardship is one of the words I love. And through the work I've done with servant leadership, understand that stewardship is the fundamental uh, servant leadership responsibility, right? We, we are stewards, not owners. Yeah, we are given gifts, talents, and abilities, but we do not own them. Those are loaned to us, given to us by God. You know, if you believe the parable of the talents, we, we give an account to what we did with those gifts, talents, and abilities. So, yes, we're stewards. Right. Well, Kevin, we've got just a minute or two before the next commercial break. When we get back, I want to talk with you about finding clarity Mm. Uh, in our life. And personally, for me, you know, finding clarity, it helped me figure out, you know, how I can best serve and empower others. I, I shared that in the first uh, segment of the show. So when we get back from the commercial break, I want to ask you, you know, what is the key to clarity? I think I have an idea that I, I may know what it is, but I really want to hear that uh, from you. So for those of you who are tuning in, you're listening to Leading with Purpose Empowering Talk Radio. We have Kevin Monroe, on the show with us tonight, we will be right back after this short commercial break. Leading with Purpose, Empowering Talk Radio and your host, Nathan R. Mitchell, returns after this short break. In today's business world, a helping hand or idea that doesn't come with an invoice is a treasured find. And if that happens to you, then you need to pay it forward to keep other entrepreneurs from making mistakes or getting a raw deal. It's called Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi. Wednesday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central, Josephine is going to have the guests describe their accomplishments, the lessons they've learned, both good and bad, and then sharing those pieces of knowledge as we create a movement of Paying It Forward. For more information about Josephine, her business, and background, you can go to MyMomKnowsBest.com. Josephine Jirasi has always been a problem solver. She saw this need and has turned it into a movement. It's Paying It Forward with tips, tools, and advice and hard lessons learned. These pieces of knowledge can make a huge difference for you, your business, and others. So join us for Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi. Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central on doginet.com. Have you heard? The pages of American Patchwork and Quilting magazine come to life on our new weekly online radio show, American Patchwork and Quilting. Join Pat Sloan, our blogging and quilt designer host, as she talks about the latest trends, ideas, and inspirations. Her guests include quilt pattern designers, authors, quilt shop owners, and our editors, all quilters just like you. Call in with your questions. Get quilting tips from industry experts. Learn about free patterns. Hear behind-the-scenes stories from our magazines, American Patchwork and Quilting, Quilt Sampler, and Quilts and More. Get the scoop on free stuff. And find out more about the best independent quilt shops in North America. To listen to a live show, tune in Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Just log on to allpeoplequilt.com radio. To hear past shows, go to iTunes and search for American Patchwork and Quilting Radio. We hope you'll join us because we know that quilting changes everything. Are you wanting to get better business results, better leadership skills faster? Then this is where you need to be. 
Welcome back to Leading with Purpose with Empowerment Coach and Founder of Clutch Consulting, Nathan R. Mitchell. With more of today's insight for effective leadership, host Nathan R. Mitchell. Welcome back to Leading with Purpose Empowering Talk Radio. I am your host, Nathan Mitchell. If you're interested in getting some really awesome bonuses that will help you grow your business, empower your team, and lead to your full potential faster, I want you to go to leadingwithpurposeradio.com right now. Simply click on the Support Our Show banner on the homepage. This will take you to our Patreon page, where in return for your support of this show, you will receive some really cool stuff each and every month directly from me, in my organization. With that, Kevin, I want to welcome you back to the show. How's it going? All right. I'm glad to be here. Well, right before the commercial break, we were talking about this idea of clarity. And Mm -hmm. I shared with you that finding clarity in my life had really helped me figure out how I can best serve and empower others. In your professional opinion, you you have a lot of experience with this. You do a lot of coaching, helping people find meaningful fulfillment in their work. What is the key to achieving this for maybe one of those individuals, that 70% that we talked about earlier that hate what they do, they hate getting up in the morning to go to work at a job that they absolutely dread. What's the key to clarity? Well, Nathan, I wish there were just one key to clarity. But for me, I, I don't. I have not found just one key. So let me talk about a couple. And, and part of it uh, gets very personal to you. Uh, what style person are you? By this, I mean, do you find clarity and connect with your thoughts through writing, through uh, conversation, uh, through contemplation, whatever those are? So those are some keys, and I want to talk about those, but those only take you so far. So when I think about this, I I encourage people to, to look in a few places. I encourage people to look back. Look at your story, because I believe all of the elements of your life purpose, they're not out there somewhere for dis- for you to go find. They're inside. You find them inside. So look back. Look at what are the places or what are the things you were doing that gave you great joy and fulfillment? Where do you just kind of lose sense of time and all of a sudden you're like, wow, hours have passed? You know, what are you doing when you're doing that? Um Look, looking back at your high point experiences, when have you felt most connected to purpose in life? So some of this is looking back. For some people, that's a journaling exercise. For some people, it happens in conversation with, with a friend or a small group of friends in, in deeper conversation. Uh, look around. You know, through your journey, who are the people groups or what are the places that really touched your heart and tug on your heart? You know, maybe they're, they're people groups. Like one of the guys I was talking to uh, through uh, the summit we're doing, Navigating North, he talked about, for him, purpose is a people group, not a place. And it's fathers. It's helping fathers connect to their, uh, their real opportunity, gift, to be a great dad and to make an impact, leave a legacy with their children. So he's called to a people group. So look around. Other people I know, I have a former business partner, Tiffany. She and her husband today lead an orphanage in Guatemala. They used to go there annually on trips and lead, take other groups. Well, the couple that led were in succession planning mode and said, you know, you all have been coming here for years. We'd invite you. So five years ago, I believe it was, Brian and Tiffany moved their family down to Guatemala because that was a place 
that tugged on their heart. The issue of um, caring for orphans had tugged on their heart and caring for children who had come through abuse and neglect. So, you know, all of those things are there. That's part of the equation. So you, you look back, you look around, you look ahead. Where do you want to go? What's the legacy you want to leave? All of those things, and I'm, I'm kind of rushing here. Just No, uh, you're fine. we got plenty okay. of time. Uh, look back, look ahead, look within, uh, and then, you know, look up. If you're a person of faith, pray. Begin to ask uh, for divine guidance. All of those are things that will help find clarity. But here's what I think is really key. Once you find all of that, sooner or later, you got to take a step. You've got to act. Nathan, I'm a, I'm a believer now more than ever that clarity can begin in contemplation and, and reflection. That's all very important. But clarity crystallizes in action. And as you start forward, I remember a point in my 20s. I was really paralyzed. It's what I call purpose paralysis. I grew up with, with the what I believe now is a wrong notion that, you know, my purpose in the universe, also known as God's will for your life in the, the faith tradition I grew up in, was about the size of a pinhole in the universe. And unless I could find the exact geographic coordinates, the latitude and longitude, you know, of that pinhole in the universe, I couldn't get started. Because I needed to know where I was going. And I, I just found myself paralyzed. Right. Because I, I didn't know the ultimate destination. And I didn't have the step-by-step -step directions. Then I heard someone say one day, common sense words, but man, they just penetrated me. Do you know how hard it is to, to uh, steer a parked car? <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Very difficult. Yeah. So get moving. Take a step. And trust that the next step will be revealed as you take a step. And, and there's several traditions, you know, leap in the net will appear or whatever. Um, right. the, the path of the righteous is like the light of dawn that shines brighter and brighter till the full day. So there's several different perspectives of that. But as you go, clarity comes. You know, what I'm hearing from you is that our unique individual purpose, it's something that is intrinsic within us, almost possibly from day one. However, it's our responsibility to <laughs> to find that, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, fortunately, um, you know, when you look back when I started my, my company six, seven years ago, I actually started journaling through that process mm. uh, of launching an organization, you know, branding, all what's the vision look like, all these different things. And I came up with the tagline, growing businesses and empowering people, which is mm. the same uh, tagline I use to this day. Well, go forward a couple of years. I had the opportunity to to work with a mentor one on one. That actually, his name is Jim Witt. He actually had a process to walk me through uh, to help me find my unique purpose in life. And uh, you know, I remember going to his kitchen table and sitting down with him for an hour a week and working through the ten mm -hmm. chapters in this book to help me identify my purpose. And you know, as we got to the end. I came up with that my purpose is to empower other people. And it's just interesting that when I look back and I look at when I started my organization and came up with the tagline, growing businesses and empowering people, it's almost like I knew it. Huh. But at the same time, I didn't really know that I knew it. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. I just yeah. thought it was something that sounded catchy. <laughs> but no, there was real meaning behind it. And it was something that was very dear and personal 
right. to me. Right. Yeah, there were a couple of things you said there, a couple of a couple of ideas that that stirred as I was listening to you. Uh, and one of these, I'll, I'll go back to. I mentioned Tom Winninger earlier. What I heard him say five years ago that really just rocked my world, and I've probably repeated this more than anything else I've heard a speaker say in, in recent years. Tom, and I even went back preparing for an interview with Tom, and I thought this was like the key point of his presentation. I found my notes from five years ago, read through the notes, and I was like, wow, this is like sub-bullet 2.7, you know, or something kind of deep down in a presentation. It wasn't the main topic. It wasn't top-level bullet, but it's what stuck with me. Right. Tom said, that that you're gifted to do, you don't understand. You can't explain it. You can't deconstruct it and teach it to others because it just comes to you naturally. I was like, wow. And as I listened to that, Nathan, the other part to that that is so clear to me is that that comes so easily for us to do, we readily undervalue it as well because mm. we think everybody can do it as easily as we can. So, right. gosh, if everybody can do this, it's no big deal. No, it is a big deal. And some of those things that are obvious to you are mysterious to others. You know, they have no idea. And to you, it just it, it just comes natural. Well, that's your gifting. Right. And so it's really easy to either say, wow, this sounds familiar. You know, kind of like what you're, yeah, this sounds familiar. Why? Because it's you. But then it's also easy to overlook it because it just, it seems so obvious. You know, we've got just a few minutes before our last commercial break, and then we'll wrap up the show. But, you know, one of the things I also wanted to touch on that you mentioned was the importance of journaling. You know, why is it, in your opinion, that journaling is so effective, not necessarily in this process, but just in in life in general? Well, let me let me make a clarification there. The right kind of journaling is really important. Uh, and helpful. You know, if your journaling leads to navel gazing and just paralysis through introspection, maybe you need to stop for a a little while. But journaling for me, it it just helps me to to connect with my thoughts, to to really think deeper through what happened, to see trends and patterns that you might have missed otherwise. You know, you, all of a sudden, you're just kind of, wow, okay, I, I journaled about this two weeks ago or something, had that same similar thought, and you look back and you see themes and patterns. And and for me, two things help. One, I'm a verbal processor, so sometimes it's just calling a friend saying, hey, do you have a few minutes? Help me talk through this. Earlier today, I was talking to uh, my colleague in navigating north i said hey christy let let me ask you something and we're talking and i'm just walking through something i said okay great that just i I just figured it out i know you didn't have to answer but just the process of explaining what i the the challenge i was looking at the solution appeared same kind of thing with journaling it just gets us in touch with thoughts and allows us to kind of uh see through uh the fog sure 
And that's one of the things I want to touch on, too, when we get back. I know you mentioned the Navigating North Summit, and you have that coming up, I uh, believe, at the end of this month. So we'll talk a little, bit, a little bit about that as well before we wrap the show up this evening. If you're tuning in, uh, you're listening to Nathan Mitchell on Leading with Purpose Empowering Talk Radio. We have Kevin Monroe author of the Purpose Manifesto and host of Navigating North Summit joining us here today. We will be right back after this short commercial break. Stay tuned. Leading with Purpose, Empowering Talk Radio and your host, Nathan R. Mitchell, returns after this short break. Do you wish you had more focus? Do you wish you were more intentional about the things you need to get done to really start making progress in your business and leadership? If so, you need the Leadership Journal by Nathan R. Mitchell. The Leadership Journal is Nathan's empowerment project to help business owners, entrepreneurs, and leaders grow their business, empower their teams, and lead to their full potential in only 90 days. To begin reaching your full potential today, simply go to leadingwithpurposeradio.com and claim your copy of the Leadership Journal now. Are you wanting to get better business results, better leadership skills faster? Then this is where you need to be. Welcome back to Leading with Purpose with empowerment coach and founder of Clutch Consulting, Nathan R. Mitchell. With more of today's insight for effective leadership, host Nathan R. Mitchell. Hey, welcome back to Leading with Purpose Empowering Talk Radio. I am your host, Nathan Mitchell. Friends, if you're a small business owner or entrepreneur, I know that you too work hard to build your business. At the end of the day, it's an extraordinary asset for you. And that's why you need to protect it. You know, for quite a while now, I've actually been protecting my business through Hiscox Small Business Insurance, and you can too. For more information and get to a free, no obligation quote, simply visit us at leadingwithpurposeradio.com. Click on the resources page for more information. Kevin, welcome back to the show. Thanks. You're welcome. You know, one of the things that we were talking about right before the commercial break was this, was this uh, idea of journaling. And I just want to share... Uh, something, you know, a personal weakness that I have that I've actually been able to help myself overcome through journaling as a, as a small business owner, entrepreneur, consultant, uh, somebody who has a family of four uh, that I provide for at, at my home. You know, there's a lot of stress that comes with that. There's a lot of pressure that comes with that. And, and kind of as a result of that, I've been somebody that's very motivated, very driven, very forward thinking, uh, very strategic, you know, always looking six months, a year, 18 months, 24 months down the road, almost to a fault, mm -hmm. to a point where I'm, I was so focused on the future that I could not even enjoy today. Does mm -hmm. that make sense? Oh, it does. It does. And, and one of the things that I did to help myself overcome that, and I share this because I'm sure there might be somebody listening into this episode right now that has the same challenge that I have is I started a journal and the very first thing that I do every single morning, and I've done this religiously now for well over a year, is I identify three things I appreciate and or three things that I am grateful for for that day alone. And that's a way for me to actually start the day 
with what's most important today, right? We don't know whether tomorrow's going to be here for us or not. So that's one of the things that I still, to this day, continue to use journaling to help term to be grounded. I think a gratitude journal or however you do some kind of gratitude practice is really important. Uh, you know, I've used different approaches to journaling throughout the years. Uh, there was a period of time that I had developed a list of questions. Then I kept modifying that list of questions. And I'd gotten up to 10 questions. And, and for about two years, I was answering the same questions every day. And, and one of those questions was, how am I feeling right now? Sure. And uh, and there was always one trigger answer to me that when when I wrote that I'm feeling anxious, coming from a faith perspective, that always set off an alarm because I could think of a passage that said, "Be anxious for nothing." Right. And I'm thinking, wow, if 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 the number one feeling I can identify right now is anxiety, and I'm to be anxious for nothing, I, I'm missing something. And then I thought, you know, I'd start looking, well, what's the prescription for anxiety that that, that passage gives? It's, it's to make it a matter of prayer or, or meditation or whatever that focus is for you. Uh, and, and so that was one. Now, Nathan, I, I got to go back to something you said earlier, because I, I just don't want people to miss this. You said that, gosh, you know, maybe purpose was in you from day one. Right. I, I want to say I want to suggest it goes a little further back. Uh, the wise man Solomon, it, it, he wrote a line, and this is where I see the origins of purpose in our heart. Solomon said, God set eternity in the hearts of men. And I believe our search for purpose is a response to eternity being placed in our heart. Mm. Maybe that's yeah. a little too profound. I don't mean to get theological. But I just believe purpose is is inscribed in us. You know, yeah. it, it's it's part of our birthright, and, and it's part of our DNA. So just wanted to touch on that, because when you said that, I thought, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is there from day one, because it was there from the beginning. So so let's piggyback on that a little bit, because we're still on this topic of, of purpose. And, you know, the, this show is really targeted to the business owner, the entrepreneur yeah. that wants to lead others more effectively and also lead themselves more effectively. So I want to ask you this question. Then I also want to give you an opportunity to talk about your Navigating North Summit okay. that you have coming up. But for those that are listening into this episode, for starters, what does it even mean to lead more purposefully? What are your mm -hmm. thoughts on that? Well, a couple of things. <clears throat> One, for me, it means to lead from a place of values, to understand what's most important. You know, Bill George wrote a great book, uh, True North, and, and not identifying that everyone has the same true north, but there is a true north for every person. I love this article in the Harvard Business Review, May 2014, Harvard Business Review. We found that fewer than 20% of leaders have a strong sense of their own individual purpose. And even fewer can distill their purpose into a concrete statement. So when I start thinking about purpose, I think of it as aspiration. 
You know, what is it that you want to be remembered for? When I'm working with leaders, one of the questions we ask and have people go back looking back is think of your earliest encounters with leaders. And and how was it that you first encountered leadership and what was it you began to understand about leadership through those encounters? Then from there, we go a little further and we ask, okay, think about this. Who are the leaders you most admire and what is it that you find admirable about them? Now, Nathan, here's what blows my mind is that most people's earliest, over 80% of the people we have had in sessions, over 80%, their earliest encounters with leaders were negative. Mm, Yeah, that doesn't surprise me at all. No. Yeah. Uh, now, you know, so a, a less than 20%, when they look back, they look, they met somebody, their earliest encounter with leaders was with someone that was a leadership champion, someone that, that was serving for others and leading out of a place of nobility. But then when we start asking them, what, what did you admire? Who did you find most admirable? Well, those lists of characteristics are usually pretty common. They admired somebody, you know, who, who was... Uh, courageous, who was authentic, who practiced integrity, who stood for something, who saw something in them and tapped potential in them that they could not yet see in themselves. And, you know, so it's easy to make this list. So I believe having that, that statement or that belief, aspiration of how do I want to be regarded as a leader, understanding your values. And I believe values, I, I, you, you talked earlier about mission statements. You know, I've been in some organizations, and you see these word clouds of values, and it's like they found every positive word on the planet and plastered it on their wall. We, oh, right. These are our values. And it's like, no, yeah. those aren't your values. <clears throat> if you have more than four or five values, it's not directing you. You should have a short list of values, and they should be rank-ordered. There should be one value that is most important, Gary Ridge at the WD-40 company, number one value, do the right thing. Right. Gary says, you know, we have six values, I believe it is, five or six. And uh, one of those is, uh, you know, be profitable. But if profitability comes at the expense of doing the right thing, we're going to sacrifice profit because do the right thing is the ultimate value. So that whole idea of rank-ordered hierarchy values, those allow you to lead with purpose. Well, with that in mind, Kevin, we've got just three minutes yeah. before the end of the episode. I want to give you these last couple of minutes to share more about your Navigating North Summit that you have coming up, how people can get signed up for that, and maybe one or two takeaways that they will receive by joining you for that week. Okay. Yeah. You know, let me make this quick here, Nathan. NavigatingNorthSummit.com. Five days. October 30th through November 3rd. Each of the five days, there are three featured conversations. These are not lectures. These are featured conversations that participants can watch on demand. They're released that day. You you, you can watch them anytime during the day. Uh, The goal of the summit is to help you find clarity, courage, and connect you to community. Because I believe Purpose thrives in community but starves in isolation, so we want to connect people to community. We have some phenomenal conversations. Number one leadership coach in America, Marshall Goldsmith, Todd Henry, the accidental creative, uh, Dima Gawi, uh, 
Bernadette Jiwa from Australia. We, we've got this host of conversations. Mark Tim, CEO of Ziegler Family, taking all the principles and practices of Zig Ziegler, applying them to family life. So there are 15 luminaries helping light the way to purpose in business and life. Each morning, 10 a.m. Eastern time, there is a live panel discussion helping people go deeper in those concepts and figure out how to apply them to your life by people who are applying them to theirs. And then there's just a community environment where you can connect via a Facebook group and get to know other people, find like-minded people to help you. So our goal is to encourage you to find clarity, to be bold, take courage, and live in community and move towards purpose. Well, Kevin, I want to thank you so much for sharing that. I know that's just coming up in the next couple of weeks. I'm excited about it. I've already gotten my ticket uh, awesome. to attend. So if, you're, if you've tuned in to tonight's episode or you download uh, the podcast later via iTunes or SoundCloud or via leadingwithpurposeradio.com, go to navigatingnorthsummit.com, join in on the fun. You will learn so much and you will come out the better for it at the end of that week. Kevin, I want to thank you so much for joining us. It's been a pleasure talking with you. I hope you have a great rest of your evening, my friend. Thank you, Nathan. And thank you for listening and joining our conversation. All right. I'll talk to you very soon. Take care. You've been listening to Leading with Purpose, Empowering Talk Radio with host Nathan R. Mitchell. To learn how Nathan can help you get better business results and lead you to your full potential faster, visit Clutch Consulting on the web at www.clutchconsulting.net. You can also download episodes of the show at www.leadingwithpurposeradio.com on iTunes or on the TogiNet Radio Network. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. I will see you back right here in a couple of weeks on Leading with Purpose Empowering Talk Radio. God bless. Take care. We'll talk to you soon.